Welcome back to Restorative Grief with Mandy Capehart. You are listening to a bonus episode titled Generosity Toward the Self. Good morning, my friends. This is just a quick little expression of something I experienced this morning. Hopefully in the background of this good morning recording, you can even hear all the birds outside my window because they play a big part of today's conversation. I hope you love it. And thanks again for supporting Restorative Grief and for being a patron of the show. I am so, so grateful for every single one of you. Good morning, patrons. Welcome back. This is another quick little bonus episode of Restorative Grief. This morning I was out for a walk and I wanted to share a little bit of what I realized as I was out walking uh, because the weekend behind me was a little bit griefy in my mind and in my heart and especially in my body. So if you are newer to the Restorative Grief methodology, We look for alignment through recognizing our values in this season and finding ways that we can bring those values into the way we approach our thoughts and our mind, our emotions and our heart, our feelings in our body and our connectedness in our spirits, both with ourselves, others, the world around us and our experience of our faith. And so this weekend, I was really, really connected to my body. I moved a lot. I played soccer. I helped my child figure out some new strength for her own soccer practice. And we we just got around a lot and we moved. So that was great. But it left me feeling kind of robotic. It didn't necessarily feel settled or connected to what I was doing. I just knew, hey, I'm supposed to be moving and this is really important. And so fast forward to this morning, my care of myself includes morning routines. And I have maybe three or four of them that I rotate through based on if I'm the first person to wake up and have to make coffee or take the dog for a walk, or if I'm the last person to wake up and need to scramble. There's still time and little steps that I've set up ahead of time to carve out space for myself in the morning. On the days that I've skipped that routine, no matter the excuse, I can feel it. (laughs) I feel it in my thoughts that are scattered. I feel it in my emotions that are stressed and anxious and (sighs) worried about disappointing people and myself and feeling disappointed in people and myself. Um, And I feel it in my body and in my spirit. I just don't make that space. You might have been a person who had a a practice like quiet time in the morning. And this is similar to that. Some mornings I do read the Bible or I'll read poetry. Some mornings I read just meaningful self-help books or some mornings I'll just read fiction or a magazine. Um, But reading is usually incorporated in one of my things. Anyway, I want to fast forward because this morning I decided to do a walk with the dog. It was pitch dark out. I was the first one awake. And as I was lying there in bed and it was nice and crisp and cool in our room, I thought, gosh, I could stay here. It's no big deal. I can walk the dog later this morning. Also, it's really dark, but I can also get up because it's a Monday morning. And I know that if I give myself permission to go do this routine, even though I don't want to do it, I'm going to be really grateful afterwards. And so a little bit of a, you know, forcing myself into something I don't want to do simply because I know it's good for me was definitely part of the conversation. But while I was out walking the dog, instantly it felt beautiful outside, but that's not the point. While I was walking the dog, I was gifted to 
one of the most beautiful sunrises. It was just barely, barely starting to creep up. And so there was this bright orange kind of just pushing the dark, dark blue out of the way. And I stopped and took a picture. You can go see it on Instagram if you want. Um, But what I also received as this beautiful gift was a gorgeous barn owl flying across the field right in front of me into the neighborhood I walk through every morning. And this neighborhood is just across the street. It's so peaceful. It's so peaceful because it really does run right along this huge open field that's undeveloped. I think it's even protected wildlife uh, marshland. And so every morning that I do walk, I usually see sparrows or crows or the other morning I saw three deer walking around. It's beautiful, but there was something so special about the barn owl because I love birds. There's a lot of metaphor in their story of birds and really they're just fun to watch. I'm totally turning into the nerdy bird watcher and I'm not ashamed of it at all. But the point is that bird, sighting that barn owl reminded me that I was generous with myself this morning. I gave myself the choice to remain or to go. And when I decided to go, I gave myself a choice to push myself and be quick or to pace myself and go slowly. I was generous with my expectations of myself. I'm just out here doing one thing. But yes, it's treating the dog to a walk. It's also freshening the air in my lungs and helping my blood start moving. But the real generosity was that in my heart, I realized my emotions had lightened by the time I got back. That bird, seeing that owl was one of the highlights of my day, and it's barely underway. I already know. But more than that, the posture of generosity toward myself changed the way I perceived my worthiness in my grief work and in my day ahead. We're really quick to be generous with people we love when they need something, when they're hurting and they're honest, or when they just need help with a project or taking kids to and from places. We are generous. We're quick to care for them. And this morning, I decided to be aware of turning that generosity on myself. It resulted in the usual dopamine rush, I'm sure, and feeling like I received something really cool from the universe with this barn owl by simply showing up. But more than that, I recognize that I am worthy of receiving a gift of time to go be alone and move my body and be present with myself in a way that I'm not always available to do, at least for myself. It's funny how quickly we offer ourselves and our time to be available for others. And so as we start to really practice those boundaries around how we show up for others and learning to say no, like we've talked about before, we get to practice saying yes to ourselves. And this is new and uncomfortable. And yet in a season of grief, whether it is an acute grief that is intense and breathtaking and overwhelming, or a season of subtle grief where it has softened and begun to integrate into our daily lives in a way that we can sense but move through, this is a good practice. Giving yourself a gift of saying yes and moving toward yourself is going to help you recognize those values popping up in your life, like for me, being intentional and 
give you a sense of healing that you may have overlooked if you stayed in bed a little bit longer or decided your time was better spent on someone else. Okay, that's it for me this morning. I hope this week ahead of you is full of quiet opportunities for you to recognize this right here is an act of generosity toward me. And I'm so grateful I took it. One last thing before we go, please remember, the only solution for grief is to do the work of grieving. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to another bonus episode of Restorative Grief. This was just a little uh, flying by the seat of my pants, decided to tell you a story uh, because it felt really meaningful this morning. And so I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed a little uh, window into my nerdy side and whatever you end up doing this week, I want to challenge you to look for an opportunity to be generous to yourself. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be buying yourself a gift. We know that self-care has to be accessible. So what is one way you can be generous to yourself that you would not hesitate to do for another person? What is one way that you can show up on your behalf that says, hey, I'm worth caring for. I'm worth this small act of kindness on my own behalf. This, Whether it's making space to go for a walk, whether it's taking a minute to stretch your body. I'm a big fan of hip stretches, you guys. We sit all the time. <laughs> Whatever it is, give it to yourself. We're really quick to say yes to others. And as we've been practicing boundaries and figuring out how to say no, and being okay with disappointing them, we have to remember that we then have to learn how to say yes to ourselves and how to recognize that we've allowed ourselves to feel disappointment for a very long time. And it's okay to allow ourselves or invite ourselves into feeling something different once in a while, especially when that once in a while becomes a good habit that aligns with our values and brings us some comfort. If you have any questions for me or this was a moving episode or inspiring, come find me on Twitter. Send me a message here on the Anchor platform. And definitely make sure you check your email or ensure that I have it either here or through the Patreon because I don't want you to miss out on our upcoming live chat. The date is not yet set, nor is the time, um, but it will be in about two weeks, so mid-October. If you have any questions, again, please reach out to me and share this podcast with someone you know that you love. Obviously, this episode's uh, for patrons only, but there are almost 50 episodes, almost 50 episodes. I'm writing episode 50 this week, and my mind is just blown. So thank you for supporting the work, for being present, and for continuing to look for movement and healing in your own life. You're changing your community one act of generosity toward yourself at a time. And one last thing, please remember, the only solution for grief is to do the work of grieving. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.